What's going on, everybody? This is Yannick Taylor of Naked Colors. Thank you all for the long-awaited episode that y'all been waiting for like hell. This episode is going to be a revisit with my good friend Ken from NudistPlanet.net. Y'all, please share this podcast and show your love and support. If you want to support, you can support me by going to the Patreon, patreon.podbean.com slash NakedColors. You can also show support by cash apping me at Naked Colors Pod, um, dollar sign Naked Colors Pod. You can also show support by following us on Instagram and Twitter at Naked Colors Pod. Or um, if you go to the Anchor app, it's anchor.f as in Frank, m as in Mary, slash Naked Colors. Um, that's Naked Hyphen Colors, especially. Um, you can support us there as well. This helps keeps this podcast going and helps keep me in the know. But I do have new materials up at shop.spreadshirt.com. So if you would like some new materials for the summertime, it is summertime. Summer is on us right now and happy summertime. So um, you're going to get two episodes this week to make up for lost time. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all so much for putting up with my BS and putting up with me. I love y'all so much. So y'all love, love and be free. Let's jump into the episode smooches. On this edition of Naked Colors, I will be interviewing Ken from NudistPlanet.net. Check it out. Y'all support everyone that we have here on Naked Colors podcast. Y'all live, love and be free and naked hugs. everyone welcome to the next installment of naked colors i have a very special guest here a great confidant in the naturalist community great blogger great activist great writer as well um great friend ken introduce yourself please well well, that's a great introduction thank you i'm flattered uh so i'm ken campbell harris uh i blog at nudist planet I'm not sure what else you want to hear, uh, but I guess as we go, you'll hear more about me. So for now, I'll leave it there. Awesome. Awesome. So we actually connected via social media, actually, through the blogging platform. Um, If my mind serves me correct, because I forget stuff. I want to say it was via WordPress, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Yeah, my my blog uh, was at WordPress. Now it's a self-hosted website. Um, but yeah, we may have connected when I was still there at WordPress. Um, but I was thinking it was a Twitter, but yeah, one of those two places, something associated either with yes. the WordPress blog or with one of the associated social media accounts. Yes. Yes. And I've always admired your work. I admired your writings, your blogs, your entries. Um, tell us a little bit how you got into the clothes free lifestyle. Um, you know, that's a hard question to answer. I've been asked that by various people, but I'm not really sure. It's one of those things that just kind of happened progressively. Um, you know, I can remember being you know, a kid and wanting to go swimming naked. Um, I just always found wet clothes to be very uncomfortable. Uh, so even as a kid, I would go swimming or 
know, playing around in the yard with the water holes on a hot summer day uh, without any clothes. Or if I had on clothes, once I got back in the house, I would shed them and walk around without them for as long as possible until my mother or an elder sibling made me put clothes on. Uh, so it's always been more just a natural thing for me to do more than any conscious decision. Um, over the last um, decades, um, during the time frame that you have been involved into, in the naturalist lifestyle, how has it changed? How has it advanced? Um, there definitely seems to be more acceptance now um, than when I originally started. Uh, and now there's more of an acceptance and more knowledge of the fact that being a naturist is not tied to sex. Sure, you can have sex when you're without clothes. And you can have sex with clothes. You can be without clothes without having sex. Um, the things are not tied together. They're mutually exclusive things. Um, and I think there's more awareness of that. When I started, it was the idea that, oh, you're running around naked. Oh, that's, that's kinky. That's deviant. Now people realize it's just about being free. It's about being comfortable in your own skin. And I share that sentiment with you um, as I got into it when I was actually in my teens um, and really didn't understand what it was at the time. And, you know, coming up from a fundamentalist religious background, certain things are taught to be shameful, if you will. So as I got into college, it was something that I searched more of, began to network. Um, How has being able in the age of technology How has being able to network with other people um, that share the same mind frame, that share the same um, respect for close free living? Um, What, uh, how do you feel that technology has been a great help or do you feel like it has been a great help? Well, exactly as you said, networking, it's allowed me and I think for most of us to realize that there is a large community, that there is a lot of naturists in the world uh, and to be able to learn from each other, share best practices, help spread the word um, and find out that it is it's a common thing and that it's all right. Um, You know, for example, being a black nudist, I I've been to many public nature sites. I've been to beaches. I've been to camps. I've been to a lot of different places. Um, and in, in all of my life, you know, I can probably count on my hands the numbers of other blacks that I've seen at those places. Um, so my idea was that, well, they're really not black naturists. But through technology, through social media, uh, through my blog, through other blogs and websites, I've come to realize that there's also a huge community of black naturists and I've been able to connect with them with yourself, for example, but with others as well. And I do agree. I do agree. And you took me back to a couple of years ago when I visited Hallover beach as a part of a ball weekend um, with my house. And when we got there, we were with someone that was older from the old school, if you will, that is like our godfather. And he was like, okay, I know we're going to this beach, but y'all be safe and everything. He was more more so concerned. Granted, at the time I was in my late 20s, um, getting ready to venture into my 30s. And we're all in our late 20s, but him being older, he was more so concerned of someone approaching us, us being on a clothing optional beach, such as Hallover, being on that in that type of setting, 
if you will, um, and he really couldn't quite grasp the concept of it. And he was like, I don't see that many black people out here. But as time went on, we saw many people of color coming out. And initially, my my black friends and my friends that are of color, when they found out that I was a naturalist, they were like, well, hold up. So explain that. And the first thing their mind went to was sex. But I explained it to them in depth. And gratefully, some of them have become, you know, naturists as well. Why do you think that there is such a, I'm not going to say minute, but not much representation at times in mainstream media concerning people of color and naturism? Well, part of that is just the fact that, you know, people of color are underrepresented as a whole in, in in all of our lifestyle um, in, in media, not just as naturists, but in everything. So, of course, we're also going to be underrepresented as naturists. Um, and also, a lot of the places, you know, for social nudity, they're, they're beaches, they're campgrounds, they're naturist parks, um, places that Blacks do not normally go. A lot of people of color, you know, unfortunately, uh, we tend to be more urban or we don't venture out to to nature's places very much. Um, you know, going to a beach, going out into the woods is not something we tend to gravitate toward, I think. Um, and so the image of naturist is either one of sex or it's that. And I agree with you. Um, so being a naturist of color and being a naturist, how can we combat the sexualization of naturism. Well, and this is something that I, you know, I, I write about a lot on my website and I talk a lot about is visibility. Um, you know, the only way that we're going to combat that image is by making individual connections to people and explaining to them what our lifestyle is about, why we're naturists, explaining to them that it's not about sex. Uh, that it's about, again, it's about body image, it's about comfort, it's about a sense of freedom. Uh, and we have to explain that. You know, I, I say that we should take a lot of our cues from the gay rights movement. Um, look how that movement has transformed itself in a couple of decades within the public eye and acceptance. And that started with being visible by making connections, by allowing people to put a different face uh, to the movement other than what their perceptions may have been. And as naturists, we have got to do the same thing. We have got to let our families, our friends know, people who already know and love us and realize that you know, we're not some deviants and realize that's what a naturist is. And I agree. And especially with me being one of um, a gender fluid identity, if you will, being the T in the LGBT community, um, I'm learning as I make certain strides and certain changes that even within the naturalist community, you have that one bad apple that tends to go way left field, if you will. And you're like, okay, this is not what the naturalist lifestyle is about, darling. Remember the principles, you know, it's all about body freedom and body image, accepting yourself as you. And one thing that I have learned over the last 17 years going on 18 years, that is not always about having the best body. And a lot of people going into this will think that you have to have the 
the model-esque or the muscular body. You have to look like Naomi Campbell or Vin Diesel or the Con Diesel type. So I think that also is how it is advertised. Um, if you look at a lot of the mainstream websites, like even the networking site, truenudist.com, you will see that there is a lot of people being portrayed as you have to have the perfect body, but you never see the variety or the diversity of people within the clothes-free lifestyle. Yeah, people who are not within the lifestyle, yes, that's the image that they have, that, oh, I can't do it because I don't have the perfect body. Um, but I think people who are naturists, who have been around other naturists, come to realize that the beauty of it, more than anything, is the body image and body acceptance that comes from being a naturist, uh, that you learn that all bodies are beautiful, that you know we're all very diverse, um, and it doesn't matter what you look like physically. Uh, and the more you're around other naturists, the more you come to accept that, to appreciate that. And I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, and, and, you know, right now I'm living in the rural South <laughs> and, you know, trying to connect is so, so difficult at times. It can be really difficult at times. And I'm like, God, why, God, why, God, why? So um, tell us about the area that you're living um, um, as much as you want to tell us, tell us about, um, and I understand that you are in a different country at this time. So give us a little bit of background um, of you being a naturist, um, living in a different country other than the United States. All right. Well, I, I did start uh, as a naturist in the U.S. I mean, I'm from the rural South as well. I'm from a small town in upstate South Carolina. Uh, my family is still there. <laughs> my family is still there. And so I, you know, I still have to deal with some of those attitudes and things. Um, but, you know, I, I left there after I finished high school and I've traveled around a bit. I've lived in a few different countries. Now I work online, so I travel indefinitely. And I'm at the moment spending a few months in Vietnam. Um, it was difficult here because I struggled to try to find some place uh, where I could you know, have some, some you know, open air nudist time or a, a social nudist group. Um, the, the cold weather here in the north hasn't helped that. Uh, but you know, recently I discovered that there is a naturist camp uh, right in the city of Hanoi along the river there. Um, and it was uh, very refreshing to, to discover that, to be able to get out and have some new time and, and to meet other naturists. Um, you know, there's an island in the Red River in Hanoi uh, where naturists tend to congregate. There are a few different camps. Um, they're gender separate. Um, there are a couple for men and one for women. Uh, and there, um, it, it's mostly people going to swim nude and to exercise and work out. Um, but it was, you know, it was amazing the first day I went there a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, it was me and a group of Vietnamese men who ranged in age from 23 to 91. Uh, and they're living in a society where it is completely shunned and unacceptable. What they're doing is illegal, but they're so committed to the lifestyle that they're taking that risk and they're every day. Um, they're every day swimming, working out, um, just fellowshipping. And they welcomed me in and treated me like a long lost brother. And it was refreshing. And I find that when I meet naturists 
anywhere in the world when I'm traveling, it's a very similar reception. They're so happy to to know that it, you know, it is a movement and that they have support from other places and that we're willing to share in to share our experiences, to share our lifestyle with each other. And I agree. And why do you feel that in some areas the naturist lifestyle is so frowned upon, is so um, taboo, is so looked at as um, illegal, immoral, and like, you don't do that, that's nasty. Uh, Again, it's because of the associations with sex. People just can't separate nudity from sexuality in their minds. because that's the only time that they are new. They're, they're new to, to shower or to have sex. And it's hard for them to separate out that for others, it's not the same. Uh, you know, we always look through the world through our own little bubbles and, and our own experiences and perceptions. And, and if your perception is that nudity goes with sex, then you think that's the same case for everyone. Exactly. And I also take religion, um, some religious and societal aspects as well, um, even cultural to blame as well for that. Um, one thing, um, me being in um, a very religious circle, very active in religious circles, I've had to reconcile my faith with the naturalist lifestyle. But I'm like, hold up, Adam and Eve was in the Garden Eden, Eden rather, and we look at Moses got drunk and he was unclothed and his sons clothed him. And we find that David danced out of his clothes and you see different instances in the biblical text of nakedness. And you know, the way we were taught, it was frowned upon, but if you go deeper, you will see that it was nothing to be ashamed of, but it was more of a societal norm, if you will. Yeah, very much. I agree with you on that. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm myself, I'm not religious, but I have come from a religious background, so I understand it from both sides in that sense. And I've also traveled uh, in different countries with different religions. I mean, I'm in a primarily Buddhist country now. I've been in, recently, I was in Indonesia, a primarily Muslim country. And I, I you know, I've traveled throughout Europe, lived in Europe for a while in a primarily Catholic country. And, and so I find this attitudes cross religious lines, um, that all religion seems to have this intolerance, really, to to nudity. And I find the work that you are doing awesome. Um, I have kept up with as much as your travels as possible. Now, one thing I did want to ask you, what prompted you to travel to various countries for, and this is for my listeners that may not keep up with your blog, that may not keep up with you on social media. Um, you know, I, and I, I've been asked that question a lot recently, why I travel. Um, and, and it's curious, uh, you know, I, again, I, I'm, I travel for a living. Um, well, I don't travel for a living, but I work online for a living, which allows me to travel. And I love traveling, so I do. Um, but, you know, the remark that I often get from people is, uh, I, you know, I can't do that because I would be afraid. You know, how are you not afraid? And my answer is that, you know, it, it, it's terrifying. Uh, going to a place where you don't know anyone, you don't speak the language, you know nothing about the culture is a very terrifying thing. But that's exactly why I do it. I, I do it as a way to confront and face my fears. 
um, rather than letting them control me. And it's that joy and exhilaration I get from confronting them, from recognizing that they were overblown to begin with and that things were okay. For me, that's the greatest joy of travel. But of course, I enjoy meeting people, experiencing new cultures. I love to eat. I like trying new foods uh, is why I travel. Um, and it's something that really, I, and I hear from people, oh, I wish I could do it. And everyone could. It's, and everyone can. It's a matter of priorities. I prioritize that this is what I want to do. Yes, it means I've made other sacrifices for other things, but we all make our priorities. And I agree. It, it it comes down to what you prioritize. And I must say, you have been a great inspiration to me, um, not only as one in the close free living uh, culture, but also as um, an entrepreneur and as, um, as someone um, that I can look up to by doing what you do. And I must say that even reading your your entries and how you educate. It is very needed, especially for the younger society, because um, a lot of people are under the guise that a lot of older people are involved into the lifestyle. But now within the last several years, you see a lot of younger people involved into it. You see a lot of people um, even in their teens getting involved and some families even raise their kids in the close free lifestyle. Um, what are your thoughts in raising a family into the close free lifestyle? Um, well, from my own experience, you know, I, I have two sons um, that I, I raised myself and in, in my house, you know, I, I've always had a clothing optional house. Um, and so, you know, we've seen each other with our clothes many times. Uh, my sons are not practicing naturists now, uh, although they have no objections to it. Um, but you know, they learn to be comfortable with their own bodies and with other people's bodies, I think, from that environment. Um, and I think that's what, as parents, we can give our kids, is teaching them to accept and to appreciate their own bodies and not have the hangups that society and media is going to try to force on them about their bodies if it's not perfect or what you know, someone has deemed to be a perfect body. Um, so I, I'm very much for you know, that type of education starting at home. Uh, as far as other young people getting involved, um, yeah, I've been very heartened to see that as I've gone to different naturist places, met different groups of naturists, um, that there are more young people involved than, than a few years ago. Um, and again, I think it's hard for young people sometimes to get involved because they do have those you know, body conscious issues, um, not realizing that practicing naturism is going to be one of the ways to help overcome those. Um, no, when you're in your teens or in your 20s, you're just very insecure about who you are in every aspect of your life, uh, not only about your body. So you know, exposing that uh, to the world can be a difficult and challenging thing to do. But you know, a lot of young people are stepping up and, and trying it and, and you know, kudos to them. And I, and I do applaud those who venture out, even, you know, teach their kids, their family about it. Um, I, rem I will never forget when I went to Hallover, actually, you saw a lot of families out there and a lot of people's main concern. Well, what about the kids? What are they learning from this? What if someone tries to harm the kids? Trust me, there's a lot of people out there that will probably that will. I'm not going to say probably that will fight somebody for messing with a child. I'm just going to say that right now, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and 
I've learned in the last couple of years as I've um, come into my being that you will see a lot of open-mindedness within the naturalist community. You have some that are not as open-minded. You know, they have that one-track mind. But I have found that there is a lot of a lot of open-mindedness within the naturalist lifestyle, within the naturalist um, community. And it has utterly shocked me um, just going through um, some of my um, emails um, on social networking, different things. Um, even in the religious circles, you'll be surprised at the people in religious circles that take part in it, whereas religion has demonized it, said that it was wrong. Now, when it comes down to photographs of people um, being unclothed, things of that nature. Um, do you feel that society places too much emphasis on the fact that they're naked? Uh, far too much. Um, you know, what, one of my challenges is with social media. Um, you know, I'm part of, for example, on Facebook, I'm part of some different, you know, naturist groups. Uh, and there's always the complaints, there are always issues with members of those groups being banned or having photos removed. Photos that are very innocent, only because, you know, the social media gods of Facebook and Instagram have deemed them to be inappropriate or sexual just because someone's genitals, for example, are showing or someone's breasts are exposed. Uh, not understanding that, again, nudity does not equal sexuality. Really, some I think you know, images of people very scantily dressed are much more sexual than someone naked and much more suggestive. But, and that's but those images you see every place, and they're fine and they're allowed. But you know, have that scantily clad person you know remove their clothes and just sit down and have a cup of coffee in the nude, and all of a sudden it's a sexual thing. And I agree with you on that. And I and I the reason why I ask that question. Um, and I'm going to share this. I actually had an incident to where a scorned ex-lord forbid, I'm not telling on my business, actually shared some innocent pictures of me um, a couple of years, a few years ago, actually, and started sending them out to different people that I've worked with in business. Thankfully, it did not tarnish my reputation. And a lot of people were like, why are you sending me this? Ain't nothing wrong with this picture. Now, they were like, I could see if they were engaged in activity with someone, you know, into sensual or sexual activity. But, okay, what's the issue? They're getting out the shower. They're brushing their teeth. What is your issue? And I'm learning that with the whole phenomena of people leaking people's nudes and leaking people's pictures and stuff, you see the the sensualized the sensationalization, if you will, that's a hard word, sensationalization of the naked body where it's like, okay, they're just naked, like really? And God forbid, even I'd say it in black religious circles, oh my gosh, so-and-so had a picture naked on Facebook. We don't want them around. But it's like, okay, you have the same, you have a body just like me. So what's the issue? And I feel like if people would, take away the sexual connotations from the human body, maybe when we, we wouldn't be in such of a rut that we are in. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, I, I agree with you on that um, 100%. Uh, and as far as, you know, sharing or taking pictures with other people, 
Uh, you know, I, I have a blog and I have social media where I feature pictures of other people uh, enjoying a nature's lifestyle, for example. You know, but I'm very adamant of the fact that, you know, no pictures without consent. If you're going to have a picture, you know, if you're going to take someone's picture, ask. Uh, and especially an issue at nature's places, at nudist beaches, nudist resorts, camps, those things. You know, ask the person. Not everyone wants to take pictures. Not everyone wants to be photographed uh, because, you know, you don't know who they're dealing with. Uh, maybe there's someone in their life who, if they stumble upon that photo, even though it's an innocent photo, is going to be outraged. Because, like you say, a lot of people just can't make that separation. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you a story. I was um, last year. I was at a nature's event, uh, a group gathering in Thailand, um, and some of the people I met there. Um, there was one woman in particular who was there, um, and she was from a conservative Muslim family uh, from Malaysia, and she was absolutely insistent: no one take any pictures of her because if her family, anyone her her family, would come upon those pictures, you know, she would be disowned. And this was a grown woman. And that is very understandable. And people fail to realize that we all come from different cultural norms, different religious norms, different family norms as well. Um, I can I can never forget I had an incident to where um, I had a friend when I had my first apartment I came out the shower. I thought I was at the house by myself. I forgot that I had given my best friend the key and they came uh, to check on me because I weren't answering my phone that day. And I'm sitting there cleaning in all my glory. And they was like, child, wake your closet. I was like, what? And it, it scared me. And I went to scramble. They were like, no, you're fine. Their main concern was is not was not because I was unclothed, but their main concern, of course, was I wasn't answering my phone, but they were shocked. And then we that's how we actually began to bond. Um, I come to find out they were involved in the lifestyle as well. And we actually still have a friendship to this day. We rarely get to meet because by me being an artist now and they are also a business person, you know how life treats us. And also with some people, they look at it as you being an exhibitionist. Um, and we know that an exhibitionist is someone that disrobes for the pure thrill or the gratification of exposing themselves. And that is totally different from what a naturist is. Would you also like to go further into detail with that? You know, there are exhibitionists to a naturist, uh, but the two things are separate. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, in fact, most naturists I know are actually very shy people. Uh, they're very hesitant to be seen, uh, not just about being photographed, but even to be seen. They tend to be very shy, um, not because they you know, don't like their body or whatever. You know, as I said before, you know, naturism often gives you a certain level of body acceptance that you wouldn't otherwise have. Um, but they're just a bit, a bit shy about being seen, being exposed. Um, but yeah, there are some who are very much exhibitionists, but I find exhibitionism uh, to be a very different thing from being a naturist. Uh, for me, being a naturist is about, again, it's about comfort, it's about freedom, it's about loving your body, accepting who you are, and it's a very internalized thing. Uh, whereas exhibitionism is about other people. It's about wanting others to love you, to love your body, to accept your body. 
Um, and I find that most naturists really don't need that. They're happy with themselves and, and they're content with that. They don't really care what anyone else thinks. So it, it kind of precludes the idea of being an exhibitionist. And I, and I share those same sentiments with you. Um, granted, um, just um, in my experience, one website that I stay away from is Craigslist because when they see the word nudist or naturist, Everybody's mind go to the complete opposite gutter of, you know, what it actually is. And you're like, okay, really? And I have been in those settings to where comments have been made, inappropriate comments have been made about my body, my stature, what I have, you know, how I look. And it's like, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you're being a little bit inappropriate. And you know, sometimes you have to cut the conversation off right there. And I love um even on Facebook, um, social media, um, different uh naturist uh websites, if you will, how they would nip that in the bud. And I think it's also about how we behold the body as a wonderful creation and not just something made for one purpose. And I think that's where the human mind in a lot of scenarios is limited um, with that. You're right. Um, And, you know, on my website, on Nudist Planet, I talked about the fact that not all bodies are beautiful. Uh, And as a naturist, you really come to appreciate that and to acknowledge that, that all bodies are beautiful. Um, but that's led me also into some debates with some people about the fact that they, that they believe I'm, you know, saying that you know it's okay to be obese or whatever. I'm saying yes from a from an aesthetic standpoint. Yeah, it's fine if you're overweight. You're still beautiful. It doesn't mean that you're healthy. And I know in the U.S. there's a huge problem with obesity, uh, and I'm not trying to say that's okay because it creates a lot of health issues. Uh, to be extremely overweight, but it doesn't mean that you're ugly because you're overweight. Yes, if you're exactly, you know, if your body if your body is unhealthy, do something about it. Fix that problem. Be healthy, uh, but don't do it because you think your body is not beautiful or you don't conform to some view that society has imposed upon you of how you should look. Because your body is beautiful. All bodies are. We're you know we're all we're all gorgeous. You know, if you believe in God, God didn't make no junk that idea that that we're you know we come in all shapes sizes colors proportions and and that diversity is what makes us wonderful and that i do agree with that i do agree with and um sadly with mainstream uh media especially when you look at models uh when you look at you know who they put at the forefront of entertainment it's a certain type or a certain build and I'm with you to where it's all about body acceptance, but it's also making sure that you are healthy as well. And one thing that I must say um, that has helped me on my journey that also um, that it has also not caused just a an acceptance of body image, but it has caused a holistic approach being in the naturist lifestyle um because you know 
if you catch something that's off with your skin sometimes that you wouldn't ordinarily do if you're clothes, you're going to go see a doctor about it. And just reading through different forums, you see a lot of people are now more so concerned about health care, um, even political, um, using naturalism as a political statement, as we see who is now the current leader of the U.S., God help us. Um, and also, um, also, um, especially when it comes down to skin care, um, what are some things that you do to rec- that you would recommend um, for a naturalist to m- make sure that they are taking care of their skin, um, take of them, taking care of themselves holistically while participating in the lifestyle. Uh, you know, that's a, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Um, you know, I, I don't really think about those things, honestly. Um, for me, I do try to be very healthy, but I try to go from the inside out. You know, I with a very good diet, I'm, I'm a vegetarian, I try to eat well, I try to exercise well. But again, for me, it's about being healthy, about feeling well. Um, uh, as far as skin care, uh, you know, I'm the really rare exception, I think, in, or maybe not so much so, uh, in the black community. And that, you know, I, I grew up that, you know, you had to put some grease in your hair and slather some lotion on your body. You couldn't be ashy, those kind of ideas. Um, and I've moved very much away from that as an adult. In fact, I try not to put any products on my body if I, you know, if I can avoid it. Um, you, you know, I, I, I shower with uh, a, a loofah sponge and water, no soap. I don't use shampoo, but I also I shave my head so I don't have hair. So that's not an issue. Um, you know, I I use I, I don't wear perfume. I don't use lotions. I don't use creams. I probably sometimes should put on something to protect myself from the sun, but I don't do that either. And I find that my skin is healthier than it ever was, and at the time when I was using products on my skin, um, just because you know my body's natural balance takes care of it. And I do agree with you on that. Um, one thing that I've learned, I've started using more organic oils, more organic products when it comes down to um, where possible. Um, when it comes down to, um, you know, skincare, hair care, because, you know, you don't need all that chemicals and stuff on your body and in your, in your body. Um, of course, unless it's prescribed. Now, if it's prescribed, go with your doctor's advice. OK. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, you know, I started, uh, this is probably about 10 or 12 years ago now, uh, and just a cold turkey thing. I, I, I just decided I'm not going to use anything at all uh, and see how it goes. Um, and yeah, it took a couple of weeks. You know, my body, <laughs> my, my skin was dry and oily, you know, it didn't smell so great for a couple of weeks. But after a couple of weeks, every really, my body's natural function balanced out and my skin is healthier. Um, uh, people tell me, oh, you smell great. I'm, what are you wearing? I'm like, me. <laughs> I, I don't wear anything. Um, so, uh, again, I'm very much a naturist in every sense of the word. I prefer to be as natural as possible. And I agree with you. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. There's so much that we could talk about in one setting. And again, I want to thank you again for being a part of this episode. Um, I look forward to hearing from you again. Um, and again, everyone, um, y'all please check Ken out 
at nudistplanet.com. Tell us um, other ways that we can check you out and other things that you have going on. Well, thank you very much. Let me correct one thing, though. It's nudistplanet.net. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, nudistplanet.net, again, and nudistplanet on social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also uh, at YouTube. Um, so those are the main things I have going on right now. Um, and as far as naturist, um, just trying to travel around Southeast Asia at the moment and document on the website some naturist places uh, in this part of the world. Um, um, yeah, I guess that's all I really <laughs> have to say on that front. Uh, but thank you so much uh, for inviting me to take part. It's been a pleasure. I've loved following you on social media and seeing the things that you're up to. Uh, you're such a positive voice for the community. Thank you very much. And you are quite welcome. And thank you again. And y'all, again, that's nudistplanet.net, not .com, .net. You know, thank sometimes you. I get carried away, as Shirley said, <laughs> I get carried away. I got excited. But again, it's such a pleasure having someone um, to be a part of this podcast. And if you want to be a part um, of any of our recordings, please email us at nakedcolorspod at gmail.com. Also hit us up on Twitter at nakedcolorspod. Um, that's all I have for tonight. Y'all live, love, and be free. Thanks again. Thanks again for chiming in to Naked Colors, the podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Naked Colors Pod. Also, check out our online store, nakedcolors.spreadshirt.com. You all live, love, and be free. Catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Leave us a review on iTunes and Apple Music. Y'all live, love, and be free. Have a great night. Naked Hugs. <laughs>